Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 45. Donny Osmond is going solo. He plans a big return to the Las Vegas Strip. You'll hear from him. Plus, there are new restrictions that have forced some shows to close after they just opened back up. And a holiday classic comes to you in an all-new way this year. That's all coming up on Vegas Revealed. And a big thank you to our sponsor, Steep Echo Tea olive leaf tea from the orchards of Santa Barbara. It's the perfect time of year for that hot, delicious cup of tea, and it's a great gift to give too. We have a promo code for you to use, but you have to keep listening to get 10% off your entire order. That's still to come. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 45. Sean McAllister and Dana Roselli here. Sean, we finally hit my age. Oh, look at that. <laughs> we had I had to say that because last week it was 44 and I said we're almost there. I know, we were almost there and now we're there. <laughs> we're there. Hey, did you have a good Thanksgiving? Uh, I am still in my extra stretchy pants because <laughs> I overindulged. My plate flowed over uh, and I'm still feeling disgustingly full <laughs> so i guess i did it right yeah i guess you did so what was your favorite side dish oh my favorite side dish has got to be the mac and cheese that's always mm. shane and i make that and it's like it's the we we used a new pasta this year though oh what so we we no elbows? ordered it online it was <laughs> not the elbows it was the the radiatore Oh. Which is like kind of curved and has all these folds in it that, yes. that catch all the cheese. Oh, that's good. And the, the mac and cheese that we make, you have to make the cheese sauce from scratch. Mm-hmm. So you start out by like sauteing onions and then putting in flour and milk and all that stuff to make the cheese sauce. And then you dump it over the the pasta and mix in more cheese. And there's bacon on top. And oh, my gosh. Diced this tomatoes. Is, it's like, like I think I just gained 20 pounds listening to you. My, I'm... <laughs> I'm going to need to go and have a roto-rooter taken to my arteries, too. <laughs> Seriously. Well, but listen, it's good. Mm. That does sound what good. What about you? Oh, I just, you know, spent the spent the holiday with a, a friend who's from the UK. They don't really celebrate, you know, Thanksgiving. So it was kind of a normal day, but I actually really enjoyed it. Didn't want to be around a lot of people, obviously. Had right. a couple invites, but just, you know, we're, we're encouraged to stay home. So uh, one person, and, you know, I, like, walked the dog. We ordered in some brio, like Caesar salad and pasta. I did nothing Thanksgiving-like on Thanksgiving. And then binge watched The Undoing. Oh, that's so on good! On HBO and hooked. I mean, I don't know who the killer is, um, but at this point, when our podcast drops, like on, I think Sunday night, the finale runs. So we'll, you'll, if you're hearing this and you watch it, you're probably like, "Oh, the killer was so and so." We don't know yet right now because we're recording on a Saturday. Yeah, and uh, after seeing you watch that, then then we started binging it and so i'm at the the last episode before the finale right now and it is such a good series this is on hbo and hbo max if you're a a streamer Mm -hmm. um but the undoing yeah so good hugh grant nicole kidman every uh, donald sutherland it's a fantastic cast and 
I can't. I just stare at Nicole Kidman's skin and go, "How? How is this possible?" Isn't I, she amazing? She is such a good actress. Beautiful. Everything about her is just. She and has. she's in everything right now. Yeah, that's what everyone keeps saying. So what else? I'm so she's in The Undoing. Right. She's in Big Little Lies, uh-huh. which is coming back for another season. Uh, there's a new, uh, a new musical which is based on a Broadway show called The Prom. That's coming to Netflix on December 11th, and she's in that. Okay. Um, That sounds good. And I know that there's a handful of other things Mm -hmm. that aren't immediately coming to mind, but she is so busy right now. Obviously, a lot of these projects were probably in the works before the whole COVID shutdown, and they're just now being released. But some of them, I know that she's been working since production started up again. And yeah. a lot of Hollywood productions are moving up to sound stages in Canada mm-hmm. since LA is like on serious lockdown serious. still. Yeah, they closed their restaurants in LA. I know. Like, you can, we can order and have delivered, but you can't even eat outside anymore. So yeah. it's uh, not good over there. Yeah, so I guess, like you said, maybe some of them having to, to move up to, to Canada. Um, you know, Nicole Kidman was once married to Tom Cruise. There's my favorite connection, so... <laughs> I link everything back to Tom Cruise. <laughs> and we'll have to revisit the Top Gun sequel when we talk with our our, our entertainment critic, Rachel Smith, who's yes. going to be on the, the podcast in the next couple weeks mm-hmm. to talk about everything that's streaming right now, what's binge-worthy for the holidays. So you want to uh, keep following Vegas Revealed for, for that. Yeah, because a lot comes out for the holidays, but like, what's really good? Like, What should we watch? That's what we'll talk to Rachel about. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, we mentioned the the new restrictions a little bit and you know a lot of states uh and and cities are under these different kinds of restrictions right now different kinds of lockdowns here in las vegas we're on this uh prefer stay at home and you know 50 percent capacity to 25 percent capacity at our casinos and restaurants and things like that but also something um that we did mention i think last week was that the the limits have changed for public gatherings it used to be 250 but now it's 50 and that has changed the way our shows can function yeah so it was optimistic for show producers when they found out that they could have 250 people in the audience well that's obviously not enough to fill a las vegas theater it is enough that if you sell tickets that shows could sustain themselves at least for a brief period of time until the numbers went up well what happened is the numbers rolled back so now you can only have 50 people inside those theaters and show producers had to decide is this something that that really makes sense for us to put on a production that's costing money and we can only get uh, ticket sales from 50 people? So there are a couple shows that, that had to shut down, including, sadly, This is Christmas, which we spoke with uh, Jasmine Trias and Ben Stone on the podcast last week. They were a part of this uh, holiday show that was opening at the Venetian. The producers decided mm-hmm. once these restrictions were in place that it didn't really make sense for them to go forward with that show, unfortunately. Yeah, and it's sad because they never even got to do one show. I know. You know? So I feel terrible for them, and it looked spectacular, and you looked at uh, Ben Stone and put up a post of, you know, you could some pictures from some of the rehearsals and it looked amazing. Um, they're going to plan on, on shooting for it next year uh, at the Venetian. So at least they have an idea and a cast and, and we hope 
we hope that we do get to see that show yeah. eventually. Um, Piff the Magic Dragon, who we also had on the podcast at the Flamingo, he's taking a break. He's not going to continue on uh, for the three-week statewide restriction that we have in place. He'll analyze and then assess and then see, you know, when he can get back on stage. So sadly, he's shutting down for a little while. But, Sean, surprisingly, you you and I kind of thought, like, well, everyone's going to shut down. But right. there are a bunch of shows that are going on. Yeah, there are. I mean, there's uh, Extravaganza at Bally's Hotel and Casino. I think we briefly mentioned this, that mm. they had opened just before the original <laughs> shutdown one in show. March. One show. <laughs> then they had to shut down. But they are back in action. They are, are powering through. Uh, tape face x country over at harrah's is going to continue to perform also absinthe over at caesar's palace in the tent outside they have figured a way to keep that show going with social distancing restrictions and all these shows complying with everything that they need to but yeah the show goes on is it a little awkward to sit in there with like 50 people i don't know i've seen some pictures there was even a photo i saw at the laugh factory over at the tropicana and it was just it seemed like there was a lot of space yeah i mean hopefully people come like you know, with a lot of alcohol in their system, so they laugh really loud and, and have no fun, <laughs> fun no matter what. But Either like, that or pipe in a laugh track think, or something. You think about extravagance at Bally's, a huge theater, that that Jubilee Theater. And so you're in there with 50 people and they're putting on the show, but I guess it's it's great rehearsal. And I think I saw Jen, John Castellmedes send out a tweet that's saying, well, the, the resort absorbs the cost for now just to keep it going. Okay. Keep people coming in and then and then bring in, you know, bring in more people once that 50 number can get higher. Right. And I did look at, I've not gone over to see Extravaganza since it has reopened and didn't get a chance to be there for the very first show. (laughs) But but I have seen video and it is visually spectacular. The video screens that they have up there are just stunning. The acts that perform on that historic Bally stage are are incredible too. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that show. I really yeah, am. It's I a good variety style show. Definitely, definitely. So um, we'll keep you posted. For now, we're in like well, by the time this runs, probably like week one of the three week restrictions, and um, we'll hear from our governor to see if there are going to be more restrictions in place stay the same or if some of them will be lifted in uh, two weeks from now. Yeah, and just before we found out about these restrictions, Dana, you and I went to see (laughs) the Las Vegas Raiders game played uh, on the big screen out at Stadium Swim at the all-new Circa Resort. We'd been over there when Circa first opened, but it was our our first time back Mm -hmm. to really experience what Stadium Swim is all about. Yeah, and this was super fun, you know, because we were there and and so is the owner, Derek Stevens, and his wife. And the, the I must say the most fun was when the commercial, or was it, was it just like a, a live picture or something, of Stadium Swim, you know, everyone there watching the Raiders game aired on the NBC NFL broadcast. And, and, and everyone went nuts. And Derek Stevens, <laughs> who's the co-owner of Circa Las Vegas, 
he went nuts, he did. and then his energy was contagious, and yeah. we all went nuts. Yeah, that was fun. It was just, you know, whenever you, he says, whenever you can get on national TV, he loves, you know, publicity and coverage and, and free coverage and all that kind of thing. Who wouldn't? Free advertising. Advertising is expensive, so whenever you can get it. Absolutely. So a big thank you to uh, Derek Stevens for inviting us out there and and watching the the Raiders game up on the big screen. Uh, Stadium Swim really is, there is no other venue like it Mm -mm. in Las Vegas. And there's no other venue that I've experienced even around the country that that matches it. I mean, and that's the thing. When you think about a a shot for, for for a national broadcast, it's like, I mean, when we walked by the pools, it was like one dude sitting in the pool with a beer watching the game, you know, and then like another little group. So it was kind of fun to see people actually sitting in the pool watching the game. Yeah, nothing, nothing like it. It's all outdoors, which is great, um, especially with everything going on. It was nice to be outside, uh, have a few drinks, watch the game and and what a crowd. And and it was it was fun. You know, I, I definitely recommend it. It's an it's an experience. It is. And those pools are, are open all year round mm-hmm. they're heated so they're nice and toasty when you when you take a dip in yep. the in the middle of the winter and you know if you're out on the the three-tiered stadium pool deck mm-hmm. you have those big screens that can be seen for blocks away in right. downtown Las Vegas so yes. he did Derek Stevens did a great job bringing that to life and if you get a chance head over to Circa excuse me, head over to Circa and Stadium Swim because it's definitely a unique and really a great experience. Yeah, it is. Get you all choked up. It does. (laughs) It does. My gosh. Well, we're drinking something right now. We're sipping on something that we're going to talk about in our tips. And so we won't want to reveal what it is just yet, but, you know, might give you a little horse throat. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, uh, one of our favorites, Donny Osmond, is returning to the stage. Yeah, he's doing his first solo residency. Big announcement. I feel like it was kind of a bit of a surprise. It was. I I had not heard anything about Donny returning. I heard rumors about Marie Osmond potentially doing a new residency. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I was not expecting to hear anything from, from Donnie. So it was a great uh, surprise for us to hear that Donnie is going to be doing an all new solo residency over at Harris, Las Vegas coming up in uh, the summer of 2021. That's right. So in August and it's his first ever solo residency, which I didn't realize, but it's been Donnie and Marie for so long forever <laughs> that I mean this is this is a big deal for him and and we're gonna play a clip from a Facebook live that he did uh, where he talks to the people that wanted to know more and you can kind of tell his excitement he's excited about this it is a reality you guys I am coming to Paris Las Vegas and we start August 31st it's gonna happen so um very, very exciting. I've been looking forward to this for a long, long time. The uh, ticket information and everything is on Donnie.com, or you can go to um, a Ticketmaster. It's on there right now. I just checked. 2021 is going to be an exciting year. Better than 20... Well, actually, anything's better than 2020. <laughs> I hope that um, that you're all being safe because it's it's a serious issue. And uh, But you know what? I'm of the opinion... I like to live in an optimistic world. I'm of the opinion that these vaccines are going to work, things are going to come back to normal, it'll be a new normal, and you watch what happens to Las Vegas 
this summer. It is going to explode with excitement, and I'm so honored to be a part of that wave that brings life back into this great city that I've been working in since I was seven years old. Uh, you know what's, what's really interesting? When Marie and I were at the Flamingo, every night we would do meet and greet. And I have to say, so many people from England, all over the UK and, and the EU in general, would come to the show in Vegas because Vegas is a playground of the, for the world. Everyone comes to Vegas. That's why I'm, I'm so excited to have my own show in, in the, uh, the place where the world comes to play. But I want to make sure I do all the hits. I want people to walk out saying, I heard what I wanted to hear. And listen, so if Puppy Love is one of your favorite songs, it's going to be in there. If it's Soldier of Love, it's going to be in there. All of Donnie's hits, Yo-Yo, that'll probably be in there. Listen, Donnie Osmond, we posted an article on our Vegas-Revealed.com website, and the numbers just spiked. Donnie, people love him. I mean, it's it's just all around the world. So like he was talking about, you know, they're going to have people coming in from the U.K. and all over the world to see Donnie Osmond. And, you know, everyone was... was I was getting direct message people like, why no mention of Marie? And where's Marie? And where's this? And people on Twitter giving him a hard time. And finally, Marie responded and said, I'll be there when Donnie opens. Don't worry. And then Donnie joking, saying, I'll pull Marie up on stage. So everything's okay in the Donnie and Marie land. Listen, they're brother and sister. And every now and then, they're allowed to do their own thing. Well, absolutely. <laughs> and they've done they've done their their duo act mm-hmm. for for decades now yeah. and before it was Donnie and Marie doing their act it was the Osmond family and the Osmond brothers so it, it you know it it's okay for the Osmonds to do their own individual act. Exactly. Uh, you know. Marie's got her dolls going. And, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Marie, I, I hear that a, a new TV project could be in the works mm-hmm. for Marie Osmond also. After she left uh, the talk right. on CBS, she left that panel. And there could be something in the works there she is for great. her. She's always, Great all TV. the Osmonds are always so busy. Yes. They always have projects going on. They're not the kind of people who really wallow in downtime mm-hmm. very much. Right. <laughs> and I saw you got a tweet from Donny Osmond. That's big time, Sean. I did. Well, <laughs> over the years, over the decade plus that, that Donnie and Marie have had their, their show here, you know, I know, I know that you have talked to him mm-hmm. several times, Dana, and I've gotten to know him. Uh, fairly well over the years mm-hmm. and there was a, a god it had to have been at least eight years ago there was this big dance <laughs> like a big flash mob that Donnie orchestrated <laughs> over at the forum shops at Caesars Palace all of his fans came out they absolutely packed that giant atrium at the forum shops but I went into uh, the dance rehearsal with Donnie where he was you know learning the, all the moves and everything and he was trying to teach me to dance and it, it did not go well so <laughs> I happened to have the little clip of that video and I put it out on oh, on boy. Twitter and and yeah well, I've seen you dance on Ellen you showed that clip before and oh. yeah it was a little I don't know why I continue to dance <laughs> like it's one of those things I feel I feel like I'm forced into it dancing's fun it's fun. It it's fun. not always pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a fabulous dancer. 
um, with you know, it's fun. You're fun to watch. Oh, well, good. I'm glad that I'm. <laughs> hey, you know what? As long as there can be enjoyment and amusement <laughs> brought to the people, that's a good thing. But again, Donny Osmond starting up his solo yeah. residency at Harris Las Vegas in August of 2021. Oh, and I got a Donny story. I'll share another time, but it's it's pretty funny. Um, Okay, we wanted to mention something uh, that really took Las Vegas, I know, our whole, all of Southern Nevada, uh, by surprise. And this is the uh, passing of Tony Shea. He's only 46 years old, a uh, huge impact on our community. You may know him as the CEO of Zappos. He recently stepped down from that position, but we were shocked. Yeah, and, and Tony Shea has really done so much from you know he had the uh, brought zappos to to henderson just outside of las vegas that's where uh, zappos was headquartered and he turned it into really i mean he revolutionized the the shoe and really clothing industry too they started out as a shoe retailer and they branched out and have you know gone into into fashion and really done revolutionary things business wise and especially in the way that Zappos employees were treated and the whole mentality of having a happy workforce. No, and he would always say, listen, wear what you want, be casual, be fun. If you're happy and you feel good and you're comfortable and you're casual, your your work is going to be better. You're going to do more. You're going to, you know, have fun doing it. And it was such an interesting take on it. It seems like a simple idea, but it's like no one ever thought of this before, you know? And aside from... You know, the revolutionary approach that Tony Shea took to running the Zappos company, he also was instrumental in revitalizing downtown Las Vegas. And it was right after the recession back in 2007, 2008, that, that Tony Shea really invested heavily in downtown Las Vegas to, to really that was a springboard to to turn downtown into what it is today. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it just uh, everyone knew his name. Everyone was excited when he would show up. He was he was kind of a star in our town. He was a celebrity. Absolutely. I mean, because yeah. he just you know, and he he was so positive and. And I know wrote a couple books and, and just a huge loss for us. Um, what we do know is that he passed away to some injuries that he sustained after a fire. This happened on the East Coast. And so tragic. And, and we just, you know, our thoughts and prayers to his family and really our entire community and all the people that came in direct contact with this person that really changed things here. Yeah, he, he had a, an impact that I think stretched far and wide and and history will really uh be the storyteller in in seeing how far tony shea's uh impact was but yeah. again h- uh, thoughts and prayers going out to to the shea family and and tony's friends and family all of those impacted yeah Okay, well, stay with us. Coming up next, we are talking about a holiday classic that cannot hit the stage this year. But don't worry, there's another option. We have all the information coming up on Vegas Revealed. We want to thank our sponsor, Steep Echo. It's a collection of the finest all-natural olive leaf teas. And the best part about that is that it's all natural and caffeine-free. So now you can sip on that perfect 
cup of tea at night and not have to worry about staying up all night. And that's exactly what I did. The one that I tried recently was called Repose. It was delicious. It said it had a natural rose flavor, so I was curious. And Sean, it literally tasted like roses, but it was so calming. And I loved just watching some TV and sipping on the tea in bed. And I tried the Ascent. There were hints of vanilla and cinnamon in there. It kind of brought me back to when I would drink tea with my grandparents as a kid. I love that. And you know what? It's time to think about the holidays. You might be thinking, I'd love to send someone some tea as a gift. Well, Steep Echo Tea has announced this new Home for the Holidays gift box. It's a curated collection of teas, recipes, and good cheer. It's all under 50 bucks, and they offer free shipping. We have a great deal for all of our listeners. Use the promo code VEGASREVEALED, all one word, when you check out, and you'll get 10% off of your entire order. Really, it's a great deal, and you have until December 31st of 2020 to use the Vegas Revealed promo code. We really think you're going to love it. Go to steepecho.com and order today. Oh, you know what that music means. Welcome back to Vegas Revealed. It's that time of year. The Nutcracker Ballet. It's literally, Sean, a holiday staple for so many people. And this year, it's a little more difficult to get those folks on stage, but we have some exciting news. Yeah, and here in Las Vegas, Nevada Ballet Theater, uh, for almost 40 years, has been bringing this holiday tradition to the residents here in Las Vegas. This year, they're doing it in a different way, but also making it available to people uh, around the world and really anywhere that you can get an internet connection. And here to tell us all about it is Nevada Ballet Theater Artistic Director Roy Kaiser. Roy, how are you? Hi, Sean and uh, Dana. I'm great. Doing really well. Good. Happy well, to be here. Were, yeah, we were just chatting and you were saying it's, it's been a busy time because you were doing this special three-part series that Sean and I are honored to host. And this series came about how? You guys were thinking, what can we do to bring the Nutcracker to people's homes? Yes. Well, you know, I mean, like everybody in the performing arts these days, everybody's trying to find uh, new ways to connect with their audiences. We, we obviously can't all gather in the theater uh, and perform on our, the beautiful Smith Center stage. So um, we, we came up with, with the idea of um, initially we were just going to broadcast a past performance. And to be honest with you, I wasn't uh, I wasn't that thrilled with that idea. I, I don't, you know, um, it, we don't have footage that was shot specifically for broadcast, for starters. And I thought it might be more interesting to take a different look at the Nutcracker and put that out to our public that see, comes and sees us every year and hopefully uh, to many more people that have, have never seen the company perform. So, we came up with uh, the concept of doing three separate broadcasts. Uh, each one is a half hour long, and each one focuses on a different aspect of the Nutcracker. Uh, the first one being uh, the history of the Nutcracker uh, from, from its original production, but more importantly, the history of the Nutcracker here in Las Vegas with Nevada Ballet Theater. Uh, the second episode really focusing on the current production, which we have perfor been performing at the Smith Center uh, since its its uh, initial season, and uh, and then the third the third uh, episode will focus on uh, the Nutcracker through the eyes of children because it's such a uh, 
uh, you know, iconic ballet for, for young children. It's often their first exposure to classical ballet and classical music. Um, so we're, we'll be looking at it from the eyes of students, students that take part in the production uh, and also uh, children in the audience. And we certainly know that Nevada Ballet Theater, your whole company, is going to be missing the stage this holiday season. Also, the patrons, the the guests who who come to experience Nevada Ballet Theater's Nutcracker are going to be missing that experience, that in-person experience. But this three-part series is really going to bring a, a different perspective to your production, isn't it? Yes, um, and I hope I hope so. That's that's the goal, and you know we we miss being in the theater and performing as much as our patrons miss uh, coming to to see us perform, especially around the Nutcracker. I mean, we have thousands and thousands of people from around the valley that come to see us every year. So the hope is that you know this will this will keep us connected with them. It will give them a different. Uh, viewpoint of of the production, give them some behind the scenes, uh, 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 some some looks behind the scenes of uh, how the production is put together, um, along with some some footage, along with some of the uh, the dances from the ballet as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was going to say, I mean, there's so many people that you know, think sometimes like, well, I'm not going to the ballet, you know, what do you tell people, you know, as, as the head of it kind of like to get them to be like, well, you don't understand until you experience type of thing. Yeah. I mean, I think the ballet is in this country, uh, uh, very misunderstood. You know, it's, it's a, in most of the European, most European countries, especially in the larger cities, it, Children grow up with the ballet and all all sorts of culture as part of their upbringing, um, you know, along with sports uh, and everything else that, that that young people experience. In this country, it's not the case. It's not as widely observed. So um, I, you know, I discovered classical ballet uh, as a teenager. I I fell in love with it. I decided I wanted to make it my career. And I found it to be probably the most accessible art form out there. It's, it's you know, it's classical ballet has a very specific vocabulary that it uses. But basically, if you distill it down, it's, <clears throat> it's, I'm getting all choked up here talking about it. It's it's just it's just movement, right? And we we all move. We all move in one way or another. Whether it's you know dancing uh, on a concert stage, whether it's dancing in a club, or whether it's walking down the street, it's part of our our DNA to move. And it's and and just incredibly uh, beautiful and profound music. So. You know, there, you don't need to know a lot. You don't need to know a lot of the history of dance uh, to come in and experience what, what I think is just uh, an art form that, that really resonates with many people in many different ways. Well, and, and stepping aside uh, from the Nutcracker performance specifically, you also have a Go Move Dance program. And it, it, it kind of going along with what you were just saying, is that program kind of designed to to give kids an 
a, a kind of an entry level experience into what ballet is all about and how it really enriches your life and your mind and all, your all of your experience. Yes, exactly. And that's, you know, the Go Move Dance uh, program is a perfect example of how, you know, we, we go out into the schools, we go out into the CCSD schools um, on a, you know, weekly, and and we start to work with these kids and get them moving and teach them musicality. And before they knew it or know it, they're learning some of the basics of classical ballet. They and they don't even know it, <laughs> and then they go, "Oh yeah!" And they can connect. You know, that all dance is connected from ballet to hip hop. You know, to show dancing, to contemporary dancing, it's all related. It's just it's just a question of what vocabulary you use. Yeah, and uh, and and this you know, so we reach we we reach about twenty thousand students a year through this. Wow! Program. And have and, you been uh, able to keep that up in this time of virtual learning? Um, part of it, not all of it, uh, but, but part of it. And what we do is we, what we have done is we actually have, um, a small number of the students, um, in our facility instead of us going out to the schools, since they're all doing distance learning, they're not in their schools. We've been able to bring some of them into our facility, which, uh, we've been able to open our academy, um, on a very limited basis. Uh, you know, socially distanced, and they wear masks, and we have all the pro- <clears throat> all the protocol in place to uh, keep everybody safe. But we we have been able to keep some of it up, and looking forward to getting back, uh, you know, full throttle as soon as we're able to. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking of you last night, Roy. I'm watching the series The Crown. Okay. And, uh-huh. you know, it's about the royal family. And I didn't know Princess Diana really loved ballet. <laughs> yes. And she was expressing, well, there's times when she expresses it just for fun, but there was a scene where she was expressing a little bit of anger. But I thought, oh, this is, this is kind of cool. Instead of like smashing plates, you could do ballet and dance and kind of get your <laughs> anger out too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could. Um, I, I suspect that that happens from time to time. I haven't seen The Crown yet. I, um, my, I actually, one of my brothers has actually been really uh, trying to get me to see it, and it's not that I don't want to; I just haven't t- had time yet. But I'm time. looking forward to it. And she, yeah. and she was, uh, yeah, she was uh, a, a huge ballet fan. Yeah, it's, it's great to see and and how much they they took it in. And I've been to many performances by the Nevada Ballet, not just the Nutcracker. And it's always what I love is the variety. I mean, I noticed that when you guys uh, put on performances, it's a little bit of something for everyone. Maybe it's an an upbeat number, and then you know a beautifully, you know, a beautiful number that's slow and moving and has a story behind it. But I know you guys take a lot of pride in what you do all year round, and um, are hoping to get back. Back up and running eventually, as everyone is. But I mean, you guys, just to let people know, you do do performances all year round, right? Oh, yes, yes. Our season runs from October through May, generally. Uh, and and we do, yeah, we do a wide variety of work, which is, uh, as, you know, as a director, it's it's what I prefer. I love the, I love the, uh, uh, the variety that this art form can afford. And Dana, you just... Uh, you you just you just put it all in a nice package. I mean, 
when we do a mixed repertory program, which might be three or four shorter ballets on the same program, what I try and do is, I mean, first off, it's all really great dance. That's, that's the, that's the barometer, right? But then beyond that, I try and really put a mix of work in there that will, you know, affect you in different ways. And some of it can be, I mean, dance, ballet can be funny. I mean, there are, there are comedies out there, right? Or parts of it that are funny. Um, but, but try, I try and strike a number of different emotions in, in a program from beginning to end. And I, I, trust that you know even going back to what we were talking about before even if it's somebody uh who is experiencing the ballet for the first time something in that performance will resonate with them and make them want to come back yeah that's my goal and obviously having a program that that operates almost all year round that is dependent on funding and funding is uh it's something that pretty much everyone across the board has had challenges with, especially this year. Um, and I know that the Nutcracker is a, a big part of what helps to fund what you guys do all year round, isn't it? Certainly um, is a struggle not being able to perform, not being on stage. We're looking at uh, about a $2.6 million loss in revenue across the entire organization, uh, you know, due to suspending performances and limitations in uh, what we're able to do with our academy. So it's a challenge. We're all trying to um, find uh, new ways and unique ways to connect with our, with our donors and with our, um, our, our public. Uh, we do have uh, uh, the ability to do some fundraising through a new platform that we started a couple of months ago, we call it Dance On with NBT, and uh, it gives uh, people some behind-the-scenes looks at, at what's going on with the company. Uh, we have newsletters that we put out. There's uh, and there, there's always always new messaging there for mm -hmm. for our our patrons and our donors. So you know, like everybody else, we're trying to uh, uh, pivot and come up with new ways to ensure that we're here uh, when when we get the green light to go back on the stage. Right. And, and what about um, the performers themselves? We have, we have listeners from all over the world that listen to our podcast. And I'm curious, are all the performers from Nevada or are they from all over the world and they try out to be in your company? And they do audition to be in the company. Um, uh, right now, you know, obviously during the season, they make Las Vegas their home. Uh, they, we rehearse in our studios out in Summerlin all week long. We do our performances at the Smith Center primarily. So, uh, they make Las Vegas their home, but they they are from all over the world. Um, Colombia, Canada, um, around the United States. And many of them are home now. They have they have this time, so many of them have gone back to their to their homes. 
Yeah, and I, I do want to mention, Roy, um, the Dance On with NBT platform that you mentioned. People are able to uh, make contributions to help keep the arts alive and keep the programming of Nevada Ballet Theater alive by texting D-O-W-N-B-T to 76278. So if you just text D-O-W-N-B-T to the number 76278, you can make a donation in any amount to help keep the arts and Nevada Ballet Theater uh, going and thriving so that uh, we can have these in-person programs resume next year when you're able to welcome audiences back in. Next year will be Nevada Ballet Theater's 50th anniversary season. Wow. So that you know, we are planning you know big celebrations, some really exciting programming, uh, but also some really exciting events um, off the stage. So uh, we want to be able to come back stronger than ever and uh, really attack that season. Mm. Oh, it's amazing. And for folks that want to watch uh, the Nutcracker Home for the Holidays, uh, folks that live here locally in Las Vegas can watch it on Cox Cable or Cox Your View, I should say. But people that are not in our city will be able to watch this online, right? Yes. Following the premiere of each um, of each episode, it will be on the um, uh, the Review Journal, the Las Vegas Review Journal. Uh, sites, and it will also live on on our um, webpage as well. So there, there will be access to it. Great. And if uh, you're listening at home and you have a, a pen or pencil handy, maybe uh, you can grab one quickly and jot down these two websites. Uh, these are the two websites that Roy just mentioned where you will be able uh, to see the programming of the Nutcracker Home for the Holidays by Nevada Ballet Theater. The first website is the Las Vegas Review Journal. That is LVRJ.com. Or uh, this programming will live on Nevada Ballet Theater's website as well. That's NevadaBallet.org. Perfect. Roy, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, thanks to both of you for having me today. And again, thank you for uh, being such an important part of our upcoming broadcasts. Oh, we, we are honored to do it. We're honored to help. And, and I think everyone's going to get a lot of joy out of this. It's, we need things to watch at home because that's what we have to do right now. And we look forward to seeing the company back on stage uh, sooner than later, let's hope, right? <laughs> Absolutely. We want to see those dancers back up there. Something to enjoy. Uh, something else that you're going to enjoy are our tips. And we are recording this on a Saturday. It also happens to be Small Business Saturday, which is important, especially right now where so many small businesses are suffering. But we did want to mention a couple things that we have going on in our world that we thought we would share. And Sean, I don't think that we have talked much about Terry Lynn's Cookies. No, we haven't. Yeah, Not on so the podcast. Tell us about this. So Terry Lynn's Cookies is an all new cookie decorating kit business. And it's uh, from a, a family that was based in Utah, now here in Las Vegas. It's a family sugar cookie recipe. 
And uh, the owner of Terry Lynn's Cookies uh, decided that, hey, you know what? Especially during this uh, quarantine time when people are home, you know, it it got them thinking Mm -hmm. about, you know, back when I was a kid, we used to decorate cookies for holidays and it was so fun. And he thought, well, you know what? Why not do this now? I have this delicious family cookie recipe. So uh, let's put that to to use and make other people happy. So he's created these uh, sugar cookie decorating kits. In the kit, you get uh, pre-baked sugar cookies in a variety of different themes. You get uh, tubes of frosting so that you can decorate. Plus it comes with uh, candy decorations and embellishments that can just make the yeah. your decorating so cute and so fun. And whether you're a kid or an adult, it really is a blast to decorate sugar cookies. And you don't realize how much you miss it, especially as an adult, until you sit down to do it. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. It makes you feel like a kid again. <laughs> yeah. And I think anytime you dig into art and trying to, you know, stay within the, you know, make make something. I don't stay within the lines, but for a sugar cookie, you know, say you want to do the edge, you want it to be, you know, perfect. And it can be kind of fun and yeah. time consuming. And then in the end, you get to eat a cookie and the, it's delicious lemon taste. I must say, I brought them over uh, to my friend house who has kids and they loved it and then eating the cookie after is the reward and it was really good she was saying it's like the best sugar cookie she's ever had and and she said don't tell her mom yeah i know so don't tell mom these are the best (laughs) sugar cookies i have ever had so if you want to uh and you know by the way these make great gifts either for coworkers or friends or neighbors or family members they come in the kits start in uh, two cookie kits. It's two cookies, four cookies, six cookies, or 12 cookies. So there's a great variety, a great price range there, very affordable. And all you have to do is go to terrylinscookies.com. That's T E R R Y L Y N N S cookies c-o-o-k-i-e-s dot com mm-hmm. and you're doing uh, de- delivery all around las vegas hope to get bigger and eventually we'll be able to do things like shipping but for now uh, we know we have a lot of las vegas listeners so please if you're interested um you know shane will drop them off in a, in a tlc shirt and come to your door and, and mask and mask of course and yeah it's a great it's a good fun fun thing to get and and then you know it tastes good too so there's there's a bonus we also have a small business called insightful media company we've talked about it before and i just wanted to give a shout out and say you know thanks to everyone who has supported our business through the year we have actually kept pretty busy here and there throughout covid which we are thankful for Um, but right now we're also just kind of throwing out a special out there 500 bucks and we'll do a business profile video for people you know, usually, you know, we charge a lot more than that. But right now, a 60-second video where we'll go on site, we'll, you know, we'll shoot the video of your store or your specials or your restaurant, get a quick interview with someone in there, and then we can put something together with some music and graphics. And then you have that for your social media or your website. So it can really help right now when people are in need of, you know, trying to, you know, put put shed light on their business, I guess, because it's very competitive right now with everyone trying to stay open. It is. And these kinds of videos are also great for if you have monitors in your in the lobby of your your store or your business. That's great content mm-hmm. to run on those as well. So, you know, there we do a variety of things. 
uh, at Insightful Media Company. Um, this is the, the special that we're running right now. So, you know, yeah. hit us up, insightfulmediaco.com. Right. And a uh, quick mention, we, we can do some videos for folks that if you have like pictures and videos that you have already and you want put together into something and send us a file, we can create a video for you, whether it's a family video, a a birthday shout out, a happy holiday shout out, anything like that. Um, Just email us and inquire about that. And Sean and I have also been talking about, we do media training, in-person media training, but we're like, you know what, right now we could do media training with anyone around the world on Zoom. We have a long, uh, long history with broadcasting on TV and radio radio and and writing and producing. So we have a lot of tips to give. So if you're interested in that, uh, like Sean said, insight at insightfulmediaco.com. Throw us an email or check our website, insightfulmediaco.com. We got... We got a lot. We got time, so we want to help people. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, something else. The getting back to the the small business focus, um, Dana. This is something that that you alerted. Yes. Us too is. Uh, these lavender eye pillows <laughs> that are so soothing it's and amazing. miraculous. They put you to sleep in record time and it's all natural. I know. We had to, to give a shout out for this. Listen, it's not even in the Las Vegas area, but we know we have listeners from all over. So we want to like give shout outs to places that are outside of our town too. And this is called the B&B Family Lavender Farm. Okay. My friend Jessica works in Seattle as a news anchor. Um, I recently saw her and she gave me a belated birthday gift and it was this lavender eye pillow and spray from this lavender farm up in that part of the USA and I thought I never even thought about a lavender farm but then I went to the website because I was telling people about it it's so amazing it's like this heavy pillow and you just like your eyes feel relaxed and you can smell the fresh lavender it never oh, goes away so good. isn't it good and the reason Sean's saying it's good because they bought some because I was telling them that you know this is an amazing eye pillow. Then they're like, where did you get it? So then they bought a couple. Then I sent it to another friend, and, and I think they're getting it, it as gifts. It's a great gift. Go to bbfamilyfarm.com if you love lavender, because not only do they have the eye pillow, but they have all sorts of stuff in the shop. And this is real lavender, and it's not very expensive, Sean, so it's great little gifts. Yeah, it's a great deal. They even have little lavender teddy bears. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you need... Uh, something maybe your child needs to calm down at night and really get that good night's sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's an amazing option. There's uh, lavender drawer liners. There's sleep masks, lavender sachets. There's, Mm. they they have a wide variety of of products. And we've actually started giving the lavender eye pillows as holiday gifts. Yeah, it's a great idea. I mean, it's, and it's like I I was saying, look at the, the prices on there. Things are like, you know, 12 bucks, 9 bucks, $8, um, you know, essential oils are 9 bucks, 2 to $2 to $9. Um, you know, there's lavender body sock, 23 bucks. You know, the the drawer liner that you mentioned, 20 bucks. You know, uh, lavender sachets are $2 to $8.50. So this is a cute little website. Go check it out. Highly recommend it. The lavender, because it's straight from the par- farm, is very potent and it, it stays. It doesn't ever fade. So yeah. it's great. Again, B&B Family Farm. BB familyfarm.com speaking of something else Dana that is rather potent yes there's a libation a holiday libation oh my gosh our friend Melissa told us about this glog okay 
She said it tastes like Christmas in a cup. I'd never heard of glog before. G-L-O-G-G. Never. It sounds like something gross and clumpy and stinky. Right. But it's not. It is delicious and smooth. (laughs) Yes. And it packs a punch. So she was telling us that they sell it at a grocery store here called Smith's and that she gets it every year. But they sell it, it's the, the non-alcoholic version and it's made with all sorts of fruits and things like that. And she was saying, you you know, you chill it really cold and then you can pour alcohol in it. It makes a great mixed drink or you can have it alcohol free. But she was saying that it just tastes like the holidays and she couldn't explain it. And she's like, I'm going to get you guys some. But then you and Shane went out and you were at a different store, and you found alcoholic glog. Yeah, we went to World Market, which I know they have stores uh, around the country, and this is uh, Vin, glog. Vin Glog. So I think that's probably wine mm-hmm. glog. So right. this is a wine-based uh, concoction, but it's uh, a blend of California port and red wine uh, with fruit flavors and spices yeah it's spices that's what it is that's why it tastes like christmas oh and it says you can even serve this gently Mm. heated alone or with a touch of brandy or cognac so we did the heated so you and shane bought melissa and i two bottles of the alcoholic you're like look what we found so i went over to melissa's to watch gray's anatomy one night and we heated up the glog and And? put a cinnamon stick in it and it was delicious yeah so it was really good it was hot glog and it was like christmas in a cup and so Literally. this is from the Glunz Family Winery and Cellars. Um, but again, we got it. We didn't get it directly from them. We got it from uh, the store World Market. And I mean, it really is just so yummy. And it does taste like holiday in a cup, doesn't it? It, it really does. We're sipping on it now. And let me tell you, it's not very, it's, it's pretty potent. It's not weak. <laughs> Sorry, I was just taking a you sip. You were taking a glog. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, folks, if you're interested in that, it's really kind of something different because you know, we had never heard of it before and we felt like we'd heard of a lot. <laughs> and now we're, I, I think we're kind of turning into glog connoisseurs. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, so many people have just started the holidays early. I mean, <laughs> and everyone is just in this mood of let's eat, let's drink, and let's decorate. And let's deal with it all in 2021. Oh my gosh, Yeah. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. All right. Well, uh, we covered a lot, and uh, we have a lot coming up in the month of December, too. We have a whole list of different things yeah. we want to talk about, people we're going to be interviewing, and, and we're excited about new ventures we're taking on. We actually just took on a client that we're going to be producing a podcast for, so we're super excited about that, and we'll tell you more about that as the month goes on. It's been, you know, not the best year, but as we approach 2021, um, you know, we look at the positives. We've had, we've been lucky. There, there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's light at the end of the tunnel. That's for sure. So keep on chugging with us as we go through that tunnel, and we'll be back with you next <laughs> week on Vegas Reveal. And if you try Glog, send us a note on social media because we want to hear what you think. Definitely. We're all over the place with Vegas Revealed. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're on, are we on LinkedIn? No, we're not on LinkedIn, but we are separately as hosts, so you can find us there. We're all over the place. Just Google us, Vegas-Revealed.com. And of course, thank you to our sponsor. Sponsor, Steep Echo Tea. If you want to go non-alcoholic and caffeine-free, it's a delicious tea. There's all different kinds of flavors made from olive leaf from Santa Barbara, and they have a holiday gift pack right now. Use the code VEGASREVEALED for 10% off your entire order. Bottoms up. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Have a great week. Let's go to Vegas.
Let's go.